0: Good morning, good night good afternoon and good time in a house.
1: Salutations we're both here both here both queer. Um, I'm Jay Toington and I'm here with Leah Fox White and today we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about some lesser-known sexualities and genders. We're also going to talk about an interesting thing called the Gillick Competence.
0: It'll make sense when we talk about it.
1: Yes. But let's just quickly introduce ourselves. I am Jay Turkington. I'm AMAB non-binary. I'm also not quite a full gay. That's how I describe myself. Don't judge me.
0: Leo? I am a... Take a deep breath. That's a lot of stuff. I am an assigned male at birth. AMAB. Gender, queer um pronoun indifferent um omnisexual um demiromantic person who exists yes in Britain we are British. Hello yeah Dublin. we are. Cup of
1: tea. Also, Esme's not here, I don't, did I
0: say that? I don't know, no, I
1: don't think you did. Esme's not here, she's ill.
0: It's so sad, if you listen to the last one, you know, because we record these two at a time, so she's still not here. Yeah. So but sad. quickly, because
1: we're running out of time.
0: So Are we though? We're one minute in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're running out of time, one minute into the recording. Oh my god, i bit of a gold, I'm shaking a cold, so if my voice sounds like I've just drank some sewer also, water. Also, it's
1: raining in Britain like it does most of the time, and the studio's not.
0: It's not rainproof. Proof. Well, no, it's rainproof, but it's not. The roof isn't soundproof, so if you hear some ambient—no, <laughs> just say it's
1: not rainproof. Yeah.
0: Um. If you hear some ambient rain noises in the background, then that's why We're, right. we apologise.
1: We're going to talk about some lesser-known genders and sexualities. Yeah, we are. Most of these are sexualities. I'm not sure. Many genders. Now. Do you want to talk about
0: asexuality? I would like to talk about asexuality. So, asexuality is a lack. Of sexual attraction. It's on a spectrum. It is. Some people, um, just like most things in the world, asexuality is on a spectrum. You and can... it's valid. Yeah, it is. You can go from completely asexual, no nothing. Like no sexual attraction at all. Right. To
1: androsexual, which means having a strong attraction to something.
0: Oh yeah, I thought we were talking about someone else.
1: Mm. But yeah. You get his terms mixed So up.
0: you get Asexuality, which is no sexual attraction, and androsexuality, which is uh. any form of sexual attraction.
1: Mm.
0: And in between, you have stuff that, like. that
1: time they got the terms right.
0: Yeah, I did. Mm. Um. So, in the middle of this spectrum, there's stuff like grey sexual, which is a faded sense of sexual attraction. Exactly. Demisexual, which is attract um, sexual attraction under certain circumstances. Please
1: note though all these things app- app- apply to romantic attraction as yeah, well they're so somebody problem. could be homosexual and gay but aromantic
0: yeah so they or might vice versa. they might feel sexual attraction to people of the same gender but they not might, experience any romantic someone attraction. could be
1: heterosexual but homo romantic
0: yeah they could um and all of this is completely valid valid, valid and cool so, that's asexuality. I personally identify as demi-romantic, which means I only experience romantic attraction under certain circumstances. Yes. Like, if I've got to know someone really mm. well. I don't know. Platonically, yeah. like, if I've formed a strong platonic bond with somebody, then I might start feeling romantic.
1: Wow. Attraction. that Attraction. That, 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 sorry, I love how you just leaned in the mic and was like, Attraction. <laughs> Lovely. Now, let's talk about scoliosexuality. I made that sound way more exciting than it really is. It's just an attraction to non-binary humans.
0: Yeah, it is. So you've got heterosexuality, homosexuality, and scoliosexuality. Those are the um, Ooh, attractions mm. where it's only one gender.
1: Did we talk about demisexuality? We covered that.
0: In the first episode, we did.
1: Let's just quickly cover that. So demisexuality
0: is like demiromanticness. I
1: believe Evan Edinger, the YouTuber, is demisexual. Or I think of someone else. I'm going to check that. Hang on. Hang on. Leo, talk. Leo, <laughs> talk. I'm going to check.
0: So. Um. Yeah. Scodiosexuality. Um. It's essentially so you've got. There are three sexualities in which people are only attracted to one gender, sexually or romantically. There's. Homosexual Constant or romantic. Yes.
1: That Evan, Evan Evan is demisexual. I oh, looked cool. it up.
0: Um, so there's homosexuality or romantic, which is um if you're romantically or sexually attracted to the same gender, heterosexual or romantic, which is you're um attracted to sexually or romantically attracted to the opposite gender, and scolio, which is you And be
1: folks like my good self.
0: Yes, yeah, so if you're attracted to Non-binary people. um, Just non-binary people. So, oh, if male, not exclusively. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was another term for this. Like, heterosexual.
1: It was. It was heterosexual.
0: Oh, cool. I got that right. Woo! Yeah! Right. What are we doing now? There's just in <coughs> that- Oh, my God. Are you dying? No.
1: Okay. I mean, fine. eventually. Well, yeah. But I'm gonna... uh, No. Or oh, maybe not. Maybe. I'm going to last forever. Anyway. I would like to talk about the Gillick competence. Oh, yeah, we okay. don't like it. Th-
0: well, we kind of like it. This,
1: this is a, basically a movement, and it determines whether <coughs> people under the age of 16 should be allowed to get access to medical treatments without their parents' uh, knowledge. Without It's a very parents. complex issue, and it divides a lot of people. What are our thoughts? Under sixteen.
0: I, know... I think they should i oh,
1: sorry no you
0: can i think they should personally because say if someone is pregnant they mm. want to have an abortion which oh boy we mentioned abortion that means the whole thing is just gonna like everyone's gonna be like "Yeah, no, you're a demon because abortion is a very divisive issue anyway if somebody for example under 16 has got pregnant and does not mm-hmm. want to carry the baby and have the baby yeah then they might want to get an abortion, understandably. Mm. But what if they also don't want to tell their parents because they might be embarrassed or they think their parents might kick them out? Lots of reasons. If the Gillick is like that, if it stops them from getting it without the parents' consent, yeah. then they're in a very strict...
1: T- but bringing this back to the LGBTQ side of things, which is, you know, uh, trans issues.
0: It's why we exist.
1: Now, this is from the NHS, as I'm reading this directly, you know, verbatim, from the NHS, okay. Verbatim. Children under the age of 16 can consent to their own treatment if they're believed to have intelligence, competence and understanding to fully appreciate what's involved in their treatment. This is known as the Gillick competent. Otherwise, someone with parental responsibility can consent for them. This would be the mother or father of the child, a legally appointed guardian, a... Um, a person with a resistance order concerning the child, a local authority designated to care for the child, a local authority or a person with an emergency protection order for the child.
0: Okay. Yeah. So basically, if the... In this country, somebody can um, consent to their own treatment Mm. or any procedures, if they are believed to... um, But consent is very subjective. If they are believed to have the competence... To understand fully what entails, but that's in very
1: subjective to the person deciding.
0: Yeah, um, and if they not if they're not believed to be Gillick competent, yeah. then their legal guardian can consider for
1: For example, if um, you know, about ha- and it does, however, say and this is the shock. This is the for lack of a word, shocking thing again. I'm reading off the NHS website the data. If a young person refuses treatment, which may lead to their death or a severe permanent injury, their decision can be overruled by the Court of Protection. This is a legal body that oversees the operation of the Mental Capacity Act 2005. The parents of a young person who has refused treatment may consent for them, but it's usual best to go through the courts in, the, in, the, in, in this situation. So BASO, it's very subjective, and that's the problem. That is, But this is for all medical treatment, but I think with... Um, a lot of people worry about, especially if we relate this to say trans medical treatment, i.e., replacement therapy, something like that. If somebody, um, you know, did it without the, you know, someone just went and did it, you know, it might it would cause a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, not talking through it, not. Anything. But, but then again, I be... know pe- people who have. <coughs> but often. But would trans people be, you know, someone's, you know, come and saying, "Oh, I've been a on I want this, you know, I want this surgery and this surgery." Would some would a doctor see that as being competent?
0: I don't know. Mm. But um, it's also you can look at it from the other side, like, oh, um, maybe their parents might say, mm. if you're born intersex, which means you're born with both male or female. Look what happened with religious. that story
1: we told last episode.
0: Um. Then some, your, you might be. I don't know, you might be nine and your parents are like, "Oh, we're going to, in air quotes, fix you mm. and but sort of give you a gender.
1: But ch- children, I, know ch- I do know this. It's like refusing blood. You've got to respect their wishes. But, you know, people can... It's like it's like that sort of old thing. It's like, you know, if someone refuses blood. Have they lost so much blood and it's causing despair or is it their belief? You know, you've got to have that sort of... you just got to have that sort of non... And I think that just comes from experience more than anything. I don't think you can buy that. You can't... Can't bite, You just got to live it. And that makes no sense for people listening. But
0: Jay is um, in St John's ambulance. Yes.
1: Sorry. Yes, so to they that. know
0: quite a lot about this kind of well, thing. Well,
1: never. Did. I don't know how those. Are. All I know is in in. I don't want to misquote this because I don't want to say it wrong but then be like I'm shouting. But you you do have to gain consent for any for any treatment. You have to gain consent. Yeah. You have to. It's That's the law. That's the matter if it's me on a central ambulance duty or I mean, a heart surgeon at the top of his game. You know, consent is vital, but it's very subjective. And I think when you're talking about people who are maybe, you know, like you said, nine or 10, it's very subjective. You've got to know. You've got to understand. But I think having this law in place, this, uh, what was it, Gillick, Gillick competence, I think making it that black and white is. So maybe an updated law as opposed to uh, just no law, an outlaw, maybe just an updated law.
0: Yeah, because I think it's, you might yeah. think, oh, children might not be able to understand what is like the severity of a procedure. But on the other exactly. hand, the parents might have ulterior motives for mm. in that case, yeah. maybe air quotes, fixing them if they're exactly. born intersex, which intersex, um, if it doesn't threaten the child's, safety but it is fine a, it
1: is a very sticky issue and i don't think we're in the best place to be commenting on this you know we're just sort of you know but i think it's a very it's a very gray area mm. it's a very tricky area it's a very complicated and i think it would need a much more in-depth research so this is the thing and you can look this up listeners this is the gillick competence gillick g-i-l-i-c-k and then competence i'm sure you can competence for me um it's very interesting uh yes because I don't, it's just such a tough issue i feel like i like, i would like, want to say things but i don't know if i can like it's just it's such a tough one like
0: this will be the 300th time that i've said this in the podcast but we are simply opening the doors exactly. to educate you mean, like so if you want to i would recommend definitely Doing your own research, if you've heard something in here that you think you might want to research further, get more involved in, do that absolutely because that is good and good and good. Three goods, three buenos. So, um, what is our next thing? Human J.
1: Sorry, um, I was looking up, I was just saying that this, I've got one more thing to say about the Giddy Principle and I'll shut up and talk to someone else. Um, that it was implemented in 1985. That's all I've got to say. This is a law that's still in practice since 1985. Most laws get updated every few years.
0: Yeah.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: So yeah. But
1: let's I'm I'm sort of not forming an opinion. Mm. I'm just gonna sort of let it let it
0: just putting in the information out there.
1: Yes, exactly. So let's okay, so let's um
0: just I think we should
1: now. Okay, let's on that. What do you say to people who when young children want to transition oh they don't know they can't know what do you say to that
0: i would say that children have a extremely deep understanding of
1: hmm. um and they know if they and if a cis child knows they're cis we're not saying wait and find out for them are we
0: yeah exactly you know. and i think children have a deep understanding of themselves which i think sometimes in our society it's sometimes mm. that understanding gets erased because they're told, "Oh, the grown ups know best. Oh, you'll you'll understand when you're older." And I think, it's, but it's like the, children have very good critical thinking skills mm. until we kind that of beat it out of them in primary school. That's I say, that's quite aggressive. That's a bit. Well, a bit farly. Oh, well, you, you kind of see what I mean. Like they they're told to obey teachers in primary school, mm-hmm. rightly so. Yeah. But as a side effect of that,
1: it was like it's that sort of very early complex.
0: They lose mean. critical thinking skills. So I would say, um if they want to um if they want to uh like mm-hmm. talk, if they if they want to kind of transition in terms of what they wear, I would mm. say definitely let them. Yeah. If they want to medically transition that's a different give issue. it a year, maybe? I don't know. I would say give it like give it a it's bit It's a
1: very tough issue isn't it It is it's because a very complex it's issue. like
0: in my opinion gender identity is completely fluid and if they medically transition mm. it may be good for them then but not necessarily yeah. not necessarily in 10 years but mm. if they're happy with and they they yeah. at the age when they can understand that because I, I would say I, completely yes. let children medically transition because so, it's think... dysphoria and it's hard yes.
1: I agree. So wrapping it up there. This wrapping. is a shorter episode. I'm sorry about that. A it's bit of just,
0: a bonus episode. Yeah.
1: So we've covered some listening, sexuality, and gender, um, and yeah, and the gillick um, principle. Gillick competence. Gillick competence. Is the gillick principle something else? I'm pretty sure it's. A thing. I don't
0: know. We'll I'm not sure. It.
1: Okay. So I've been. I've been. I've been Jay Turkington
0: I've been Leo Fox White. Goodbye. Goodbye. We've been gay.